0: Okay.
1: We were having some technical difficulties, y'all.
0: Oh, there you are. Am I
1: there? Oh good.
0: You're there now. Great. Okay. I
1: would actually throw a fucking temper tantrum if
0: I would probably throw up, truthfully. So <laughs> if we
1: like did this whole episode in it all yeah. I would I would, I would set something on fire. <laughs> Honestly, I would
0: just I would probably try and record your parts too and just talk in a different voice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I sound like to you, you bitch? Not at all. Not at all, but I can't even attempt to do people's real voices, what? so when I pretend to be them, I just do, like, really shitty voices. Wait, pretend to be Joey. I I can't. I can do it when he goes through a drive-thru and he's really high. Oh, do it.
1: What's that sound like?
0: Can I get a fucking, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's... My friend Kelly. So we went to the the Wiz Khalifa concert, and it was Wiz Khalifa and Snoop Dogg. So clearly, we were oh. absolutely obliterated. Absolutely. And on the way back, we went through the Taco Bell drive-through, and like we're all fucking like just gone. And he pulls up, and he's like, "Uh, yeah, let me get a fucking uh." Just stopped, and Kelly's fucking dying in the back, like could not stop laughing. It was such a, it was it was a an interesting experience <laughs> but i feel like many people can relate to the can i get a fucking uh in the drive through <laughs> so
1: also uh, also listeners please do not drive while under the influence of substances
0: Oh yeah, no, he wasn't driving. We were we were walking. <laughs>
1: you're you're an idiot. You were walking I mean, through the drive-through.
0: <laughs> whatever. It's it was like a long, long, long time ago. It so. was
1: yes. He's he's wiser now, right?
0: It it was weed, man. It wasn't alcohol. Yeah. we fine. <laughs> like fucking hell. I no. I will say that. Do not drive drunk. Absolutely never ever drive drunk. But. You know most people when they're high can go yeah i'm too high to drive you know <laughs> they yeah. make that decision yeah and they don't drive when you're drunk you go oh, i'm fine oh, so I'm, yeah 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 um so that's becky and
1: that's rachel uh this is chardonnay and dna coming at you live from i think the bathroom for rachel <laughs> the
0: bathroom yeah that the bathroom it's it's been a fun time. One of these times, I will get my shit together and actually make it to Terry's house to record because he does not live far from the store. So one of these times, I really truly will make that happen. Oh, yeah.
1: That's convenient.
0: <laughs> and probably make his life a fuck of a lot easier, too. How many fucks is that so far? I'm oh, like trying to keep count. That's a lot of fucks, girl. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. we is. We're gonna be- I was doing an impression.
1: We're gonna be on the uh Karen shit list.
0: We've been on it.
1: Yeah, it's fine.
0: We're we're uh, we're there to stage veterans at this point. Yeah. So oh someone's
1: here. All right, you got some would you rathers for me?
0: Yes. Yes I do. Um okay. Would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift
1: mm-hmm.
0: or in a broken elevator?
1: ski lift okay why um because it's more like open air uh it's not closed in i'm not literally just breathing it like if anyone's on the elevator with me i'm literally just breathing in their breath and farts <laughs> like
0: <laughs> okay
1: um ski lift yeah open air it's uh it seems a little easier like because y- I get that I can't just like, I <laughs> can't just like jump out of a ski lift, but yeah. like, I feel like it would be easier for like res- a rescue personnel to like get me out. It's not like they have to force open a door or some shit, you know?
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I can get that.
1: What do you think?
0: Oh, absolutely a ski lift, but it's because I have an intense fear of being stuck in an
1: elevator. <laughs> yeah. It's really closed in and. It could it could get very warm, and I don't, I don't like being warm.
0: I don't like being closed in, but also my fear is if they pry the door open and make you crawl through it, that the elevator drops and cuts me in half. Oh,
1: shit, like some Final so, Destination shit.
0: Yeah, absolutely,
1: <laughs> absolutely. Okay, yeah, I mean, I didn't think about that, but now I certainly am.
0: Yeah, yep, I hope that that haunts your dreams.
1: Oh, wow, thank you, it will.
0: Yeah, Um, Okay. Oh, let me see. Would you rather have an unlimited gift certificate to a restaurant or a clothing store?
1: Um, uh, probably a restaurant, okay, because then whenever I didn't feel like cooking, I wouldn't have to worry about like, oh, I don't wanna spend money though,
0: okay, okay.
1: Like, clothing store would definitely be cool, but I think I would capitalize on the restaurant more. Okay. What about you?
0: I'm thinking, like, long game here, so I would think a clothing store, Mm. simply because I could go and literally buy whatever the fuck I wanted and then resell it and make money.
1: Mm. That's a good point.
0: That's probably not what they were intending with that question, but, like, you know, got that hustle on the brain.
1: (laughs) That's true. So,
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Someone just someone walked into the store and I'm sure they can hear me talking, so that's fun.
1: Um just talk talk, and they can't hear anyone else, so it's just like you just talking to yourself. Just me talking. (laughs) Yeah. Um, would you
0: rather spend twenty years in prison and be exonerated as innocent or be put away for four years despite your innocence and be considered guilty forever? Um
1: Shit, that's hard.
0: Uh, I would want to be put away for four years because I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. And I don't think I could do twenty years. But that could could be four.
1: That could also affect your ability to like get jobs and shit.
0: I mean, it would still affect your ability even if you got exonerated because you're still gonna have that title on your name.
1: That's true. I mean, I'm gonna I will agree with that regardless, because yeah, I mean, I don't want to do twenty years, but it would still you'd still kind of be like imprisoned by just everyone thinking you're guilty and you couldn't and you couldn't get if you're exonerated you could like fall into a fuck ton of money
0: yeah but how often does it actually happen that they really actually judge in their favor
1: well i don't know i mean i'm just thinking of like
0: no i get what you're saying i'm just thinking like like
1: <laughs> if you sue though and they and like sue for the time in jail and then they do find like you get millions.
0: I'm just pretty sure that I would have not survived 20 years.
1: Yeah. And that's so much of your life. Like that. Yeah. Low. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah.
0: Mm. Hmm. Would you rather be able to breathe underwater or fly through the air?
1: Hmm. i think fly
0: yeah i agree there's too many weird things underwater
1: yeah there there are and flying just the act of flying just Mm -hmm. seems very uh invigorating
0: so yeah and i have one one more okay (laughs) would you rather have your debt forgiven or have guaranteed good health for a decade
1: oh shit I think I'd probably save my debt forgiven. Me too. 100% me too.
0: Yeah, 100%. Well, I look at it this way like, I don't have good health as it is, and I already live like this. So, like, it. Okay, you know.
1: Well, like, I was thinking it like the off, op- like, I do have pretty good health. So, like, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd rather take the guaranteed debt forgiveness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. absolutely. Those are good. Yeah. All right. Do you have any updates for us?
1: Um, Just that I did get an email from Innocence Project on March 1st. I guess it was Purvis Payne's birthday uh, on March 1st. So they were just it was they used it as kind of like a reminder, like for his birthday, please contact the um, the D.A., I think it is is—is it the D.A. Okay. I'm trying to confirm that. Oh, yeah, it is. The district attorney, Amy Weirich, has she's appealed the decision to for Purvis Payne to only serve the two life sentences instead of being on um, the death penalty. <sighs> yeah, so that's annoying. Great. So that what they were asking is for her to be like, for us to contact her to try to to withdraw that appeal. Um, okay. So she can be contacted at nine zero one four three seven five one four five by phone. And I can also like link the page um, so people can send emails and stuff like that too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great idea.
1: Yeah. So that's the only update. She sucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she does.
1: Um. So yeah, just keep supporting them and, Innocence Project, and I think it's that Pervispain.org links you write to all of his information on the Innocence Project website. Okay. Yeah. So I'll right. I'll post that link though. But without further ado, I have a I have a cool story for you. I am ready. Okay. So I'm gonna tell you my sources. Um I found out about this case from episode 157 of Red Handed. Um, it's a podcast uh from two lovely gals in uh the uk and um yeah it's episode 157 from july 23rd 2020 my other sources so i use that for um some like some details because uh, they did a really good job with the research okay i also used of course some wikipedia pages that i'll link um a website or like a news website in the uk called the week um, the week.co.uk is the website, another article from Radiotimes.com, and one from the BBC. Um, so I'm going to be telling you about the very strange disappearance of Peter Falconio. All right. Have you heard of this, or does that ring a bell?
0: Nope.
1: Okay. So. Peter Falconio was born on September 20th, 1972, to parents Luciano and Joan Falconio. He was the third of four sons, and the family lived in the village of Hepworth in West Yorkshire, England. In 1996, so Peter was like 23, um, 23, 24. He met Joanne Lee's at a West Yorkshire nightclub, and the two began a relationship. In um, the next year. Joanne moved in with Peter, where he had been living in Brighton while attending Brighton University. Joanne was born on September 25th, 1973, in the West York- Yorkshire village of Huddersfield, which was less than 10 miles from where Peter had grown up in Hepworth. She had spent a lot of her childhood with just her mother, who had separated from her father, and around 11 years old, her mother remarried to a man named Vincent, Vincent already had a son, Sam, from a previous relationship, relationship, so they became a family of four. Hmm. Uh, By 1998, Peter and Joanne were still together and going strong. Um, They did a lot of international traveling, and they were now planning and saving for a huge trip through Asia and Australia. On November 15th, 2000, they were finally ready to take off on their long-awaited trip. So um, they ended up, they traveled through Nepal, Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, and Cambodia. Um, On January 16th, so that would be a couple months after they left, 2001, they had arrived to Sydney on a working holiday visa and planned to stay for a few months to experience the country and earn some money to keep on traveling. So it's not clear what Peter did for work, but I know that Joanne um, got a job at a bookstore and Peter was working also. And they were just kind of like, they're just kind of living there for a little bit, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that's really nice. So after about five months um, during which the couple had enjoyed the nightlife in Sydney, uh, Fal- Peter Falconio purchased a car for the next stage of their travels which was going to include a road trip from sydney to melbourne adelaide darwin and brisbane which are other like areas of australia
0: you went to say falconio and you said "fuck," and it sounded like you said fuck (laughs) and i was like (laughs) Uh,
1: add just add that tally to our list (laughs) yep yep okay
0: anyway but that's really cool like i that i like that they did that yeah
1: yeah they like they really did did shit they just kind of like found jobs and like kept it kept it moving wherever they wanted. yeah pretty sweet um but of course as you probably know all of that goes to shit (laughs) yeah so on saturday july 14th 2001 about 7 30 at night peter was driving their orange combi um, which a combi, if you don't know, because I didn't, is like it's like one of those VW like hippie buses. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's a combi. Uh they were driving their orange combi um down the Stuart high- highway. Um Peter was driving, Joanne was in the passenger seat, and they were bound for the Devil's Marbles Conservation Reserve. Um <clears throat> I know. <laughs> in in, in the article it just said they were bound for devil's marbles i was like what the fuck is that but it's like a a conservation
0: like devil's balls is all i can think of
1: (laughs) yeah kind of
0: the devil's marbles (laughs) well that looks like the devil's marbles over there well
1: i'll be a devil's marble (laughs) like i know it's just silly so, on their way to the Devil's Balls, um, they had been, like, aware of this car that had been following them since they had stopped at a rest area in, in uh, Barrow Creek, and they were just expecting the car to pass them. But when the vehicle, which was a Toyota Land Cruiser with a green canopy, so kind of like how a Jeep Wrangler, you know, has, like, the removable, like, top. Yeah. It's kind of like that that style of car. Um. So white, green, green canopy, um, it like went alongside them. And then the driver was like gesturing to them to pull over. And it looked really it looked like something really urgent was happening. So uh, Peter stopped the van and went to speak with the man, which like fucking God, I would never do that. Um, but he stopped the van, went to talk with the guy who had pulled off the road ahead of them. And the man explained that he'd seen some uh, sparks shooting out of the back of the van and the exhaust. So, yeah, so the two men went to the back of the van to try to figure out what was causing the sparks. And Joanne moved over to the driver's seat to, like, rev the engine so that they could, um, like, see what was going on with it. So, So she moves over and then she hears this loud bang from the back of the, like, the rear of the van and then moments later the man who stopped them was at her window with a silver handgun
0: oh fuck
1: yep that's not good so the man climbed into the van and tied joanne's hands behind her back with black cable ties Um, but she was able to like fight off um him from like tying her feet and taping her mouth um She was dragged into his Toyota and she noticed the man's dog, which this will be important later. So, okay. um, So Joanne managed to flee into the bush and she escaped from him. He searched and this is pretty amazing. He searched for Joanne um, before he left. And like, I was just picturing this, like he kept getting really close to where she was, but like not quite finding her. Um, and he had a flashlight and at one point he even shined his headlights toward the bush to like help him look for her and he still didn't find her. So she was like very well hidden. Yeah. Um, so he, before he left, he, um, he, you know, passed by her several times, but then he ended up driving away. She kind of stayed hidden for a little bit in case he came back, but Then she was able to flag down a road train driver, which I looked up what a road train is. I mean, it's basically what it sounds like, but it almost looks like a big semi or something. Um, Like a, is it like to transport stuff? Yeah, that's my impression. Okay. But she was able to flag down a driver of one of these at 1235 in the morning, um, and they, both the driver and his like co-driver were able to take her to Barrow Creek, which was like a neighboring mm-hmm. town. Um, okay, so the Alice Springs police were called around 1.30 in the morning and they went to the scene to collect evidence and testimonies at 4.20 in the morning. Why did it take them so long? <laughs> Was it really far away? See, that's what I'm not sure because I looked up the Alice Springs Police is for the Northern Territory, which is where they were, which is where this was happening because Australia is fucking huge. Like Australia is right. really big. But I looked it up and it doesn't seem like the Northern Territory, like, it, it doesn't seem like it should take them that long. But yeah, I, I could very well be wrong. Like, it maybe. Maybe it's a lot further than what it looked to me. But I was like, that's almost three hours. That's just seems like a long time.
0: Yeah. And I also
1: just have trust issues based on some of the things the police did um, during the investigation. So, um, yeah, so they went back there at 420 and they um, searched for Peter, the gunman's vehicle and the gunman. Um, but they didn't start the search then until seven o'clock. What the fuck? In the morning, like i was just like,
0: just, just like oh, we're just gonna take a little nap. We'll get to it in the morning. Hey, shouldn't
1: that be the first thing that you did, honestly? Yeah. So that was weird to me too. I'm like that gives that just gave the guy even more time to get away. Like it does. That doesn't make sense to me. So yeah, when they did go to the scene to like collect evidence and shit, they found a a pool of blood. And on the podcast that I listened to, they described, I forget how many milliliters they said, but what basically the, one of the hosts was like, that's a pretty big glass of wine, like that much blood.
0: Yeah, that's.
1: Which is like a lot, but it didn't seem like quite enough for a dead body that, you know, it was, its it's just kind of weird that the lack of blood was kind of strange. Yeah, like wh- where where the fuck did it all go? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, they find that pool of blood, and then they they also find the couple's combi um hidden about eighty meters from the like the scene of the crime, which is less than a football field. So it wasn't terribly far away. It was okay, kind of tucked into the bush. It wasn't until eight hours after the rescue that roadblocks were put in place. Um on the 12 roads that were kind of exiting that area what the fuck? which how that you're covering up they could have been so gone by then yeah and you're also like if there's not roadblocks then other other traffic is contaminating the scene like it that just does not i just think that they really fucked this up from the get yeah um yeah so that wasn't done until 8 hours after they fucking Uh, rescue. I don't know. It's just that doesn't make any sense to me. None of this is making any sense. No, it doesn't. So uh, police searched the area in the following months and it revealed pretty it it didn't reveal much. They couldn't even they say that they couldn't even find other footprints except for Joanne's. But the podcast I listened to made a good argument that They may have just been, like, saying that because then the fucking police traipsed all over the place.
0: Yeah, true. I mean, like, they probably fucked it all up anyway.
1: Right, because the reason that's important is because we'll hear in a few minutes that Joanne came under fire. They thought that a lot of people thought that she did it because, (laughs) and a big part of it was that they only found her footprints. But it was later like, yeah, okay, but you're only seeing her footprints because she went way back into the bush and hid. Yeah. And then you have probably a bunch of I'm just I'm just speculating, but probably a lot of the police and investigators were men, so this this man's footprints might have gotten lost in all these other footprints. Yeah. In comparison to like a probably small foot of a 20-something year old woman. You know? <sighs> It's just real dumb, it doesn't make sense
0: no yeah that that makes no sense,
1: so they didn't find much uh in their following in their following um searches um they they also like hired out some aboriginal trackers um okay. from a nearby settlement, but they also didn't find evidence of Peter or the gunman, okay. So given that this was so unusual, this attack, and there was no sign of Peter, there was no sign of a body, no sign of his belongings, it took the police a while to like, appreciate how significant this was. There had also been a recent backpacker case, and I should have gotten a little info on that, but I I did not, but there was something happened. So there was some like attack or murder with like backpackers in this area. So then, yeah. So then the media were like really quick to like sensationalize this and. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then Joanne came under fire. So people really criticized her demeanor. Um, They criticized her lack of consistency with some of the details of the story. Um, For example, well, I'll get into that in a second actually um so people were just suspicious of her um they so there was a two hundred and fifty thousand reward posted for any information, but the only new evidence in the case was an unidentifiable um male DNA trace on joanne's t shirt some related DNA on the cable ties, and the gear shift in the combi um it's important to note that there didn't seem to be enough blood or evidence of how the man would have gotten Peter's body out of the crime scene because there was no. Yeah, yeah that's the really weird thing. Are of- no
0: drag marks? There's exactly. no,
1: and I have a theory for perhaps what okay. happened, but um, but yeah, there were no, there was no dragging. They even tested the road with luminol and like could not find any additional blood besides that pool that they found wow yeah so it's really it is very very strange and ominous um i it did say that when that right before she escaped the gunman was a little bit distracted um and it she thought that maybe that was when he was doing something with the body but it's never turned up i mean spoiler okay. alert it's never been found so holy shit yeah so it's it's just very weird um, so yeah, like I said, the media really went for Joanne. Um, so some evidence that they kind of, or some you know details, not really evidence, but like some details that they kind of used against her was that she didn't give a press conference until July 25th, which was like 11 days after this happened. um And when maybe she's in fucking shock, I, like exactly, and and they and she just like she kind of made. And then she kind of made enemies out of the, um, the press because when she did finally agree to have a press conference, she like approved all their questions. She only allowed like one reporter, um, and like two cameras, but it's like, she just went through something like, get the fuck off. Maybe she doesn't want to talk to all these people. She's also like 27.
0: Yeah. Well, and she doesn't owe anybody anything. If she worked with the police, great. You know what I mean? Like
1: exactly so yeah i thought it was i really felt for her i thought it was really harsh and that they weren't really basing their accusations toward her on anything but they so then (laughs) um this is kind of funny and like a really this is this is bad i will say this is bad on her part at the second press conference that she gave um in like august she wore a pink tank top rachel that said cheeky monkey oh my god it was truly a cringeworthy shirt oh my god and then, what i i know and she says she says and this is a good point she says that she's in australia she only had like a backpack of clothes so she really didn't have anything but it's like could someone have gone and fucking bought her some like a shirt like
0: I don't Just a white t-shirt at that point, like...
1: Exactly, like, just anything that wasn't... And that the cheeky monkey shirt? Yes. Bubblegum pink tank top cheeky monkey shirt. It's really pretty tragic. What year is this? Uh, this is in 2001? I mean...
0: I mean that's like the era of the baby girl T-shirts and shit, you know. Yeah, two
1: thousand one. Oh no, it's a very two thousand and one shirt, but it's still like so inappropriate for a press conference. Yeah, it's so bad. Like, and it just yeah. and it just makes her look bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, during that press conference, she's really like emotionless. People thought, and she just seemed like angry um, and closed off during it. But I honestly um, just think. Whoa sorry i had to turn my light on um i honestly just think she was like that because she was she fucking hated the press like they were so yeah so i i think it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy sort of thing like okay you're gonna tell me you're gonna criticize me and then i'm gonna be pissed about it and then you're gonna be then you're gonna analyze that i'm pissed and make me look worse so i'm just gonna get more pissed it was just like this whole cycle. there's no way to win no there's, there's no way not. to win no and she she didn't really do herself any any favors with the press but like yeah i i get it though she's just like fuck off like you all are talking about me and i don't deserve this and she's been through something you know right
0: not so like what she's gone through is traumatic or anything yeah
1: exactly um and she's also in a foreign country with no family like they're from they're from the uk and they're in fucking australia
0: It's not like she can
1: just go home at night. Um, And then I find this to be bullshit, too. The police did this report. It's called SCAN, like it's an acronym, um, to analyze her statements and language to see if she was being deceptive. And their report showed that she was being deceptive. And this was based on kind of some missing time and information that she gave of the account. she like changed the story slightly during some parts, and she was talking in the present tense, which I guess is like a sign of y- you seem to be making it up as you go along, really? I know I'm like that just all seems like fucking bunk Where's the science stuff. behind that's, that? That's what I'm saying It seems like bunk ass science to me, yeah, so I think that's a load of shit honestly yeah. and and then this yeah. is where the dog comes in, other people um. Oh, and, and the fact that she also didn't, I guess, um, the way she described the man who did this, like she left out some important things. Like, um, the man that they'll, that I'll later talk about had like a missing front tooth, but she didn't reference that in her description. And people were like, well, that's a pretty noticeable thing. That's like, but maybe he did not talk like Right. Maybe he didn't really open his mouth enough to talk. And in one... You wouldn't, in you wouldn't one, know. Right. And in one part, she... In one um, interview, she says that he put something over her head. So it's like, maybe she didn't see that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's just bullshit stuff like that. Oh, and with the dog, I guess she she described the dog that he had as, like, a cattle dog with, like, um, with, like, spots... And then peop- people were like, no, that's not right. It was a Dalmatian. and But it ended up being like a Dalmatian blue healer mix. So it's like, you're both right. It's both. Yeah. So it's like, I think they were giving her a lot of shit about these like little details that she was probably like black the fuck out of even realizing.
0: You're not taking into account every little fucking thing when you're like- Dealing with a situation that your life can be taken from you, it, like the
1: dog thing, really pissed me off because it's like, you, how can you think that she'll know exactly? Oh, like this is a Dalmatian Blue healer mix. Like, no, she's just describing to you a dog that looks like a cattle dog with spots.
0: Right? Is she a fucking dog expert? Like,
1: it, it. Yeah, it was really fucking annoying. Um. So they were just like picking her apart, and I think it was shitty.
0: Yeah.
1: And then also, this is, this is not good for her either, but during the trial, it emerged that she had been having an affair with another British backpacker named Nick Riley, who okay. worked in IT in London. Um, I guess the pair had secretly met up behind um, Peter's back and they slept together in the months leading up to this incident. Um so that didn't look great, but I'm just like, that doesn't make her a fucking murderer.
0: Yeah, I do. I really don't understand how they put all that together.
1: It, yeah, it's like, that doesn't make her a murderer. And I guess the guy, this guy, Nick, had already even been back in London before this happened. Um, <sighs> So it's like, how can you really say that? She's a 27 or whatever year old girl, woman, sorry. But like, yeah. he, it just, shut the fuck up, okay? um like I don't know that pissed me off too because it's like that does not make her a murderer no no um so oh and she even says she even says in an interview later she's like I did love Pete with all my heart and then she said and when that happened I did overstep the boundaries of friendship but it made me like love pete even more and value what we did have she was just a. she was just in a relationship for like six years since she was like 20 and she just yeah and she just like fucked up like come on if people are human yeah and make mistakes it doesn't mean they're murderers like, right ugh. yeah i thought that that was pretty shitty
0: yeah yeah like <laughs> i don't
1: know it just seems like a lot of victim blaming yeah and it's like i just i feel like well no I, I was gonna say i feel like a man wouldn't be under that much criticism but he probably yeah.
0: he would i mean we look at them when they're cheating all the time and go he murdered his wife for sure yeah
1: like he would but even then though it still doesn't i just always think it's the husband but it doesn't really matter like even if he was not cheating i would still think that
0: yeah yeah absolutely
1: so anyway, so police during the investigation, police were hopeful that the release of CCTV footage would lead to the person um, that did this. Um, And but this didn't really happen. Investigators began to focus instead on owners of like registered owners of that kind of land cruiser. Okay. And then also on the 36 men who callers came in and like gave tips on. So based on the results, police kind of narrowed down the overlap of the registered vehicle owners and the people that the people who were give, you know, given tips about. Um, Right. And they found Bradley John Murdoch. And on. But so based on these, they they interviewed this Bradley John Murdoch on November 1st, 2001, but. This and this is where the f- missing tooth thing comes in. But Joanne's descriptions didn't immediately connect the case to him. And there is also no DNA sample collected. OK. So on May 17, 2002, um, authorities caught Murdoch's drug running accomplished. So Murdoch was very into running drugs and I think doing drugs. Um, So they got a hold of this, this accomplice that he worked with, and he kind of began to relate details of his connections to this case. And then Murdoch's brother, Gary, um, agreed to provide a sample of his DNA, which was compared to the DNA, the unknown male DNA found on Joanne's shirt. And sure enough, when they tested Gary, Murdoch's brother, it was like a familial DNA match. Oh, wow. So, um, but this kind of like made me laugh because I'm like Gary, what the fuck? Then yeah, then Gary warned his brother that the police were coming. Oh my (laughs) god, bro! You gave the like telling DNA that he was yeah that he was like at least at least close enough to have DNA on Joanne, like, and then you tell him that they're coming, like, what? What? (laughs) I'm just like that doesn't make sense, Gary not not at all. So of course once he does that, Murdoch books it and he runs. Um but then a couple months later in August of 2002, he was arrested and um tried for an unrelated kidnap and assault charge in South Australia and he was ultimately found not guilty, um but once once they gave him the verdict, the Northern Territory police like pounced because they finally knew where he was. And they, they got, you know, they finally got this chance to get him back to the Northern Territory and then pin him for this disappearance of Peter and the attempted kidnapping of Joanne. Okay. So Joanne had identified Murdoch from police um, photographs almost immediately. But the problem with this is that this had already been... Like, this trial he was involved in and everything was already on the media, so it's like, did she really recognize him that quick, or did she just already know his face from the media, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, that is true. Like, could have just kind of skewed her. Yeah,
1: but I guess she, like, identified him immediately, um... So that was, those photos were shown to her in November of 2002. And then finally, um, then then she saw him face to face during the trial. Um, She also told the court that her assailant had tied her wrists together behind her, put a sack over her head and forced her into his truck, stating that this person um, forced her between the seats of and into the rear of his vehicle. Um, Joanne said she escaped from the truck and fled into the dark, hiding under the bushes while Murdoch tried to find her using a uh, flashlight. But expert trackers found no sign of the footprints other than Joanne's. But this, like I said, has been criticized because of how the police fucking bungled the scene.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Uh, Yeah, so it's like... Real
0: quick, mm -hmm. you said... Was the backpack murderer they were thinking of uh Ivan Milot?
1: mm I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to double check.
0: It was around the same time, so it, that's why I was curious. It actually
1: it might be because it was a big fucking deal. And I yeah. think actually I think their parents, Joanne and Peter's parents, were like kinda um nervous about them going because all that had just happened.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry.
1: No, that's a good question. That that sounds familiar. That could very well be it. Um, so Murdoch was found to have left Alice Springs at um the time and direction that were consistent with him being around Barrow Creek, which was where the couple had stopped at a like rest station um okay. Expert testimony presented at the trial said that he was definitely the man captured in the c c t v footage at the service station um and this indication was later corroborated by Murdoch's own father, as well as his business associate, James Helpy. The, <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's he's a Helpy kind of guy. He's super Helpy. Uh, the police found traces of Murdoch's DNA on a pair of homemade handcuffs. Um, so this combined with the DNA match on Joanne's t-shirt allowed Murdoch to be charged with the murder. Um, the t-shirt DNA was found to be 150 quadrillion times more likely to belong to Murdoch than anyone else.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, that
1: doesn't fucking convince you. I don't know what it will. Yeah. Um, his DNA was also found on the gear shift in the Combi, um, in which Falconio and, um, Joanne Lees had been traveling and, um, then was driven by him into the bush after he carried out the crimes. Um, This was really interesting. They were able to, because it was such a small amount of DNA at the crime scene, they were able to use this technique called low copy DNA. It was created in the United Kingdom and it was used since 1999. So very new for this time. Um, Hmm. And basically what it is, it's like it's from a smaller amount of starting DNA material meaning that a profile can be obtained from just a few cells, which may be as small as a millionth the size of a grain of salt in an amount to just a few cells of skin or sweat left from a fingerprint. Whoa. Yeah, so it was, um, it used just this tiny amount of DNA.
0: Yeah. To more
1: definitively say that it was him. So.
0: (laughs) Really cool that they were able to.
1: Yeah, and, like, at that time, that technology had only been around for, like, two years, three years. Wow. So Murdoch's defense, um, they get a You Tried sticker, because they tried, but <laughs> they they argued...
0: An attempt that was made. An
1: attempt was made. It was a bad attempt, but it was an attempt all the same. Um, it, they argued during the trial that the DNA match could have been due to accidental blood transfer... Um, at a restaurant where they both had been, like, both the couple and the, and Murdoch. Like, what? Or could have been planted by someone. Get the fuck out of here, dude. He's already, my thing is, he's already been arrested for and tried for a kidnapping. He, he was probably found... It's not that far of a stretch. <laughs> no, it's not. And even though he was found not guilty for that, not guilty doesn't, not guilty doesn't mean... it wasn't him they probably just didn't have good evidence like yeah i'm just like come the fuck on so um murdoch gave evidence that he had stopped at the restaurant that it's called the red rooster to buy chicken for himself and his dog and during um the committal hearing Joanne had mentioned that she and peter had also stopped at the red rooster so it's like If anything, to me, because this is one theory that one theory is that um, Murdoch was like, perhaps on drugs or or something, but he was very paranoid. Um, So to me, and, and thought that like, they were following him. So he thought that he, this theory states that he thought that he needed to kind of stay on top of them in case they were following him. So to me, if they were at the same restaurant, that's kind of just further proof that like, no dude you were probably following them yeah (laughs) because you're paranoid about them for whatever reason what the yeah (laughs) that just okay so eyewitnesses claim that they they'd seen peter falconio at a gas station one week after he went missing but a prosecutor dismissed the claims because um that they he argued and He said that, like, these accounts are basically bullshit. They gave conflicting information. Um, People didn't give the right descriptions of what Peter uh, looked like, especially his hair color. Um, So it's just people wanting to get attention and shit. Like, it's nothing serious. Yeah. Um, He pointed out that this, uh, this prosecutor that is pointed out that the police had followed up various eyewitness accounts, all of which had been proven, like, useless um falconio's body was never found despite one of the most exhaustive police investigations in australia and he never said where it was so i'll, I'll i'm getting to that but no okay yeah, sorry. no that's okay um so the trial began on october 17th of that year and it went before the supreme court of the northern territory um in darwin with the judge presiding, um, Brian Ross Martin, who was the chief justice of the Northern Territory, um, okay. the piece of shit, pled not guilty to charges of murdering Peter Falconio and assaulting and attempting to kidnap Joe Lees.
0: <sighs>
1: On December thirteenth, two thousand five, Murdoch was found guilty by a jury in a unanimous verdict, and he was sentenced to life imprisonment with no. with a no parole period of 28 years. He was also convicted of other assault-related charges on Lee's, Joanne Lee's. Um, Only after the sentencing was it revealed that Murdoch had previously been acquitted of aggravated sexual assault on a mother and daughter in South Australia. (sighs) Uh, Oh my God. Yeah. This piece of shit did it. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, (sighs) So a July 2021 update. So this was just this last summer. Um the authorities in the Northern Territory were pleading again um for Murdoch to tell them where the body is because that that's the that would have been the 20th anniversary of when this happened. Right. Um, so they were urging the public to come forward with any information. They have asked murdoch again and he has refused to tell authorities where he disposed of the body um luckily there is this rule there is this law it's a no body no parole law so basically what it means is like if a accused murderer doesn't tell where the body is they can't get parole
0: well he get so what life in prison for them is only 28 years
1: uh, no, he had a no parole period of 28 years, but got it. Okay, but then okay. this law—I think this law was recently passed, so now if they, he—he he won't ever get parole unless he shares where the body is. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, all right.
0: Yeah, at least it maybe it will get some of them solved, you know. But
1: well, yeah, I would think I would think that it would probably get more solved than not because yeah, people want parole. Right. So this guy is just, I don't know what his motivation is for not, but he's a fucking asshole. Probably. Maybe he just wants to stay in jail. I swear. Some criminals just want to be in jail.
0: Yeah. Truthfully. I mean, I, I wonder that a lot. Like if they just, you know, it's They're just there. That's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So as for Joanne, she did write a book um, that was published in 2006 called No Turning Back. Um, she reportedly received uh, twenty five thousand. 000... What's the? <laughs> I'm an idiot. What's pounds? Duh. <laughs> I always forget. What people... <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking. I was like, what? What are you asking? I always like, like, sur- forget the what the pounds symbol. Like whenever I say oh that symbol, yeah, I don't equate it to pounds. I'm like, what the fuck is that? But it's pounds, um, right? So she got a twenty five thousand uh, pound advance for the book. I'm like, good for you. Yeah. Um, She discusses in it her early life and writes about how she was brought up by her mom, um, who has since died. um, But she was just at the first few years of her life uh, with a single mom. They went through a lot of like financial struggles um, and it's pretty, it's pretty evident. I think her mom had a big influence on her. Yeah. Um, She also studied sociology at Sheffield University and she's now a social worker um Mm -hmm. this is nice yeah right this is kind of cool too in in 2017 she revealed that she has a half-sister in australia named jess um her so joanne's uh estranged father had jess in a different relationship after he left her mom and uh when like when joanne was just a baby and the pair, they both became really close and Joanne was trying to get Australian citizenship to like be closer to her. Oh. Yeah. Um, so she does
0: have family somewhere at least.
1: Yeah, she has this half-sister. Um, and when when she talked to the Daily Telegraph in Australia during an interview, um, she said about her half-sister, it's almost like a mirror. We saw each other and it was just instant. It was amazing. And then she added that she felt quote Less alone in the world, oh, that's nice. I know I felt so bad for her. I think they did her yeah, happy.
0: yeah, they really did, and like if she lost him and then like she's never mom and like she has no one, so it's nice that she has a sister at least, seriously,
1: yeah, it just I, makes I, me happy. I don't know if she ever went on it didn't that article I read about where she' is now didn't say like if she was married or anything, but um, I think they did her really fucking dirty.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh my god.
1: And he definitely did it. That piece of shit Murdoch definitely did it. I don't care what he says. Right, like he he
0: definitely, absolutely like, who else? Who the fuck else?
1: Right, he, he was already this is a pattern for him. Yeah. Like come the fuck on. Yeah. But it is crazy. So they speculate that he ditched the body like somewhere in like the desert out there um but they've searched it
0: yeah like what and and do they have any like large predator animals that could have eaten it like i don't maybe i don't know i don't i don't know i just know there's lots of little things that'll kill you in australia i don't know about any of the big stuff
1: just giant fucking kangaroos
0: (laughs) yeah yeah.
1: Which I actually have heard those are like pests in Australia. They're like yeah. They're like deer. Like people are like get the fuck out of my lawn, you stupid Well When they eat them too. Yeah, they do, which is so bizarre to me. Like
0: you can get kangaroo burgers in the strip district right now.
1: And all the like that.
0: Well, I went to buy them once and then I saw a video of a baby kangaroo and I went, "Nope," and I couldn't do it. So,
1: remember the kangaroo vagina? Or not. Oh, God. Not the vagina. The couch <laughs> The pouch, I knew
0: exactly what you're talking about, but... what? Yeah. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> it's so gross. It's it is not cozy and fuzzy and lined with fur. People. Nope, it's like you thought it would be. Nasty skin. Yeah,
1: it's real nasty,
0: but... Skin pouch.
1: But here's my theory. I yes. think... I think that he... This is only a theory about where the blood went. As for the body, I don't fucking know. But yeah. I think he put the body on a tarp. And dragged Uh, it. Yeah, I think he maybe even could have like maybe even laid out a tarp like while they were trying to fix the van or something. Like so that so that it just any any huge amount of blood like wouldn't have even gotten on the road at all.
0: Maybe he was like, oh we're gonna put this tarp down so the oil or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, that
1: that's what I think because he had he was in this like utility van whatever land rover whatever the fuck i said it was called like he i don't know he seemed like um he seemed like he was prepared and looking for someone to do this too
0: right and the fact right. that he
1: even concocted like oh let me just let me just gesture at them and get them to pull over like that's what i think i think that he would that be makes prepared sense. and had some kind of like covering so that there wouldn't be too much blood on the road
0: But they never found the tarp. Clearly,
1: no, and that's what I mean. Like, that's I don't know what happened to the tarp or what happened. They
0: probably burned it or something. Yeah,
1: I mean, to me, that wasn't that wasn't good enough evidence to. He's like my point being Peter Falconio is dead and was dead at that time. Like, yeah, there was nothing else that happened to him. Like, he was absolutely murdered. Then he just this motherfucker just had some kind of way of getting rid of the body
0: bodies clean. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I think that's actually a really good theory and maybe that little that little bit of blood was just like, oops, fuck up. Or like, was it in a pile? Like a, a puddle?
1: It was like a pool. Yeah, like a little pool.
0: I wonder yeah. if maybe when he was like pulling the tarp away, it like came off of the tarp or some shit.
1: Yeah, or um, from the... Like leaked out. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was a pretty cool story.
0: Yeah, it is a really cool story. I'm sad that we don't have the body. Like,
1: I know that's a huge bummer. And I, even if, like, I'm just thinking of like the Lost Girls of Panama. Like, they found bones.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, there was something. I mean, this happens all the time, though, right? It's not. It's not like he's the only case where there's not a body. Like,
1: no, I. But I do find it unusual that after all this time, like, yeah. And out in such open space where they've allegedly searched. I mean, it's a big area. Don't get me wrong. It's a huge area. Yeah. But it's also like these, oh, these motherfuckers, though, they didn't like block off the roadways and shit. Like we, maybe he had that body in his car. I don't know. Like maybe he took it elsewhere, like so far away after, I don't know. It's just that that initial investigation was real dumb
0: they th- the whole the whole timeline of them showing up like everything was fucked,
1: yeah, not blocking the roadways until eight hours after like come on, yeah,
0: yeah, no, not good Mm-mm. mm well, yeah, that was a great story, thanks, good job, thank you, yeah, um, how is being a new homeowner we forgot to
1: Oh my God. It's great. I love having my own house and not a fucking apartment that I have to pay someone else's mortgage on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's nice.
1: It is. It's it's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. nice
0: until something breaks and then you have to buy it, but well,
1: we're just not going to talk about that you stupid bitch
0: (laughs) well the only reason i'm talking about it is because my hot water tank just broke so i'm dealing with it (laughs) but you know you know otherwise fantastic fantastic time that
1: really that does fucking suck yeah 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 that's that's the kind of shit i'm terrified about but it hasn't happened yet so i'm just gonna go on just
0: (laughs) yep you just you got time you're good yeah Well, congratulations
1: thanks do you have anything for padded room
0: um i was trying to think do you have anything
1: yeah and a, as usual it's about a netflix show
0: <laughs> okay go right ahead
1: have you watched inventing anna
0: i did uh
1: bro do you know so i already knew about that case a little bit because Sinisterhood did an episode about her yeah do you i i went and re-listened to the episode because i was watching the show all that shit is that's all true
0: yeah yeah like they they, from what i could tell the show was fairly accurate about shit and like i looked i looked up the article that like was written Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that was the whole thing that started this like it's all pretty dead on and i i truly hate that we still don't know what the fuck like clearly she didn't have money clearly that was all bullshit but like she was whipping out hundred dollar bills at the beginning, but and like where that did you was that? it. Yeah, right. Where the fuck did that come from? So, like, I just I hate that. Again, more questions than answers. We'll never have answers. She's sitting in an ICE detention facility right now because she's getting deported. Um,
1: it's so I don't understand how she duped some of the like most powerful people in New York.
0: Yeah, I I really don't I don't get and the accent everyone's making fun of her for like the the actress and saying the accent was bad, bro. That was her legit that, accent. That's though. really
1: how she sounded. Yeah,
0: yeah, like to a T. Like she did a phenomenal job.
1: No, so that's, that's really how she sounded. Uh, yeah, the big ass glasses. Like she really wore that shit. Um, but I just thought it was crazy. Like, how are all these, all <laughs> all these hotels that she's staying in, racking up a bill that is like barely less than like my salary. Like how
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like
1: how but how do they not get credit cards? Like how do they not get this stuff on file? How I, did she swindle like and manipulate all of these
0: people into just believing her too? Like I just there's so much that makes no sense with this whole case. And like
1: her yeah the f- her like friends that she manipulated i that's more believable to me because i think people can be easily manipulated but yeah like the corporations and shit though like that makes no sense how did you do that yeah i just don't i just don't understand how and she oh my god she just like gaslights the shit out of everyone
0: yeah yeah i am like i hate <laughs> why are you so fat like
1: really like why are you like, so fat?
0: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I can't. Her accent fucking kills me. But like, yeah, that, that whole thing is fucking bonkers. Like, I don't I don't understand how she got away with it for so long. And then, like, I just feel bad because
1: clearly Something's wrong. Like, she she is deluded as fuck.
0: Yes, yes. And like, I just wish that her family would have gotten more involved but like at the same time like they might be done with her shit you know and
1: everybody deserves
0: to draw a boundary
1: and in um in sinister on the sinisterhood episode they they report that her parents live in just like this little like village and they're very like the dad has like a like blue collar respectable job and they didn't want their village to like find out about this because
0: yeah yeah.
1: I I just don't I don't get how like it's literally just like confidence like all you have to do is just confidently say yeah I'm this millionaire and dress in uh crazy ass expensive clothes and I guess you can just do it
0: I just, I just just want to know where the money came from that she had at the beginning.
1: Mm. Well, I do like, I don't know if you remember toward the end of the show. I'm not completely done with it. I'm on like the second to last episode, but remember how she went to that bank? What she would do is she would like, she would transfer, she would cash bad checks and then transfer the money before the check could bounce. Okay. And then she could withdraw that. That's how she got to Los Angeles.
0: That makes sense. So, that's probably what she had before, too. So, I'm
1: guessing that's what she did before. Yeah. Yeah, that makes uh That whole thing is just. <laughs> I just think it's a completely insane. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then, like, at the fucking rehab, like, God, that rehab looked like a luxury vacation. Oh, I haven't gotten to that part yet. I'm
1: almost at that part. Oh, just
0: wait. Just wait. Luxury vacation. And you're going to be like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot so Uh, in this suicide attempt that's where i'm at right now i'm at the suicide attempt and she's like you're
0: almost there then
1: yeah so is that like fake uh they
0: go into it okay they go into it a bit so you'll see um but yeah uh, i was trying to think if anything for mine if any of mine's like netflix or hulu or anything that i've watched I'm just rewatching shows because I'm anxious and tired and that's a comfort. Um, I finished Downton Abbey. It was okay. I hated the ending.
1: I never got into that show. I never did
0: either and then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to put it on at the, sh- at the shop and then I got addicted. Um, I'm watching The Gilded Age right now on HBO Max and it's very good.
1: Hmm.
0: It's about New York in like...
1: Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that's um, like totally up your alley. Yeah, um, so that's nice. Um, I'm rewatching Bridgerton too because the next season's coming out soon.
1: Isn't the hot guy not in it anymore?
0: No, and I'm like, <sighs> that's a bummer. That's like the whole point of the show. Um, and Outlander is supposed to be coming out with a new season soon too so maybe i'll watch that that's all i got oh yeah that's
1: your shit too
0: that is my shit yep absolutely so yeah that's that's it there's my tv update for everybody just in case oh euphoria did you watch euphoria no
1: no i haven't yet i haven't yet i know i I need to everybody's talking about it i'm such a late adopter to like show So I watched the first season,
0: like, you know, last year, and I was, like, super into it. It was really fucking good, and I waited forever for this one. This one was way too short. I'm fucking pissed about it. And, like, there's uh, there's just so many loose ends that I'm just like, what the fuck, when it ended this year? So just watch it. Just watch I it. We'll said, I love,
1: it. I love Zendaya. Is that how you pronounce her
0: name? Z- Zendaya? Zendaya. 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 I don't I, know if I'm saying it, I, right, but I, I do love her, too. Oh, my God.
1: I, like, I, like love her like
0: her and Tom Holland are the most precious fucking thing I've ever seen. I'm like
1: jealous of Tom Holland though.
0: <laughs> yeah, I but I think he's precious though too. So he I definitely like is but also
1: jealous.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I really you'll you'll absolutely you'll love it. You just need to watch it. And then you're gonna be like none of these people would were ever teenagers in this show ever. Because they're all full grown adults playing teenagers.
1: It seems um, like a darker version of like Degrassi.
0: <laughs> yes, but like crazy dark. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, watch that and we'll talk about it.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's I'm it's my goal too. I know I need to.
0: Yeah. Get on that.
1: Yep. Okay,
0: I can do the socials. Hmm? I can do the socials oh, if you want.
1: Yes, please. Go for it.
0: Yeah. Uh so Facebook is Shard Chardonnay and signs DNA uh instagram is chardonnay and dna
1: dna why can't you talk
0: <laughs> you know what i just thought of when you made that noise though that spongebob episode and patrick goes chardonnay and dna all written out fuck twitter Uh, honestly, at this point, the Patreon, I got to redo entirely, so don't even bother. Um, Don't send us emails on the thing bitching at us, please. And if you have stories, you can go ahead and send them to us at chardonnayanddna at gmail.com or just message us on Facebook and Instagram. We are very nice people.
1: Yeah, we really are. You just have to give us a chance. We'll grow on you, we promise.
0: If you can get past us cussing.
1: (laughs) And if you can't, then I guess you gotta go.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. We're not for everyone. We're an acquired taste. Yep. Kind of like gin. Oh,
1: I fucking love gin, though.
0: <laughs> you would. I do. <laughs> I do. So I should have said an acquired taste like buttery Chardonnay, but gin is what came out. I, and I
1: love them both.
0: Yeah, they both work. Yep. So all right well thanks for joining us and um i don't have anything witty to say at the end
1: ta-ta for now (laughs) ta-ta bye Bye.